0: We said, what is important to you guys? Like, should we force feed micro beds and what we think is right down your throat and you take them or leave them? Or can we work together and do something like a bet curation engine? Take our tech, which is really ripe for that and do something that can be different and innovative and fun.
1: Hey, this is Jesse here, and you're about to hear my chat with Kelly and Jeremy from Invenue, which leverages the power of machine learning and AI to predict every possible outcome of each play. This is a notable episode in the sense that it's the first time I've welcomed back a previous guest for a follow-up conversation, and this one did not disappoint. Kelly and Jeremy talk about the progress that Invenue has made over the last 12 months, and how life has changed for the company as it has reached several notable milestones. We also do a deep dive on the recent announcement that Invenu was selected as one of seven startups for the NBA Launchpad program and what all of that means to them. I had a great time catching up with Kelly and Jeremy and I hope you enjoy this episode before we get started, I wanted to remind you that the Betting Startups newsletter is now a weekly publication, and if you're listening to this, then we bet you'll get value out of it. It's the easiest way for busy industry stakeholders to keep their finger on the pulse of the rapidly evolving early-stage ecosystem and the most promising startups competing for a piece of it. The 10 seconds it takes to subscribe will be the highest ROI use of your time today, so drop everything and head on over to news.bettingstartups.com to subscribe. All right. The Betting Startups podcast is back with episode 63. And this is a notable one because it's the first time we've invited a previous guest back to the show. We first had them on episode 16 just over a year ago, back on March 9th, 2022. And it's none other than the team at Invenu. So, Kelly, great to have you back here on the podcast. It's obviously been a huge year for you and the team. And we'll get into all that in a few minutes here. But first, just to check in, how are you keeping?
0: Hey, thank you so much for having us. I'm glad we get to be the first. That's awesome. Uh, We're doing great. The team is growing and we're so excited to share what's going on for us. So looking forward to a fun, fun podcast.
1: Awesome. So last time you were on, you were joined by Drew Williams, your CFO, but today we have your CRO, Jeremy, here with you. So Jeremy, just to quickly say hello to you. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing on your side today?
2: I'm doing great, Jesse. I'm really excited to be here. My first time, but in venue second time. So excited to get going here.
1: Right on. Cool. Well, because this is the first time I'm doing sort of a guest follow-up episode, I don't really have a blueprint. So we're going to go with the flow here. Um, Just, you know, for the avoidance of any doubt for folks listening that might not be familiar with InVenue, Kelly, it'd be great if we could just start up front with the quick elevator pitch, high concept pitch. What is it InVenue does? Who uses it? And just sort of what's the overall value proposition?
0: Yeah. So InVenue, what we do is we have a live technology platform that takes real-time data from the field of play and uses ML and AI to turn that into probabilities, analytics, and even more fun, micro-betting market. Uh, Our content has been seen on Apple TV and NBC. And as of in the last year, since we last spoke to you, we've opened it up into micro-betting markets and we're really excited what our innovations are going to do for the world of fans betting in the moment.
1: Awesome. Well, lots to unpack with everything you're up to. Just to introduce yourselves as well. Kelly, it'd be great if you could just give folks listening a quick sense of your background prior to to founding Venue.
0: Yeah, you got it. Let's see. So so I led technology and was an engineer and drove big innovations into uh, Hewlett Packard for over almost 20 years. and. My passion, though, was sports, and what I wanted to do was take that, that knowledge of machine learning and AI and solving problems, and, you know, I just wanted to have more fun uh, watching the Astros play or watching March Madness or whatever it was we're doing, because that's, that's really important in my life, and when I saw that there was a gap, I uh, stepped back, researched it for a while. We founded the company uh, in May of, of 2018, if you believe it, and we, after uh, passport was repealed, we actually then jumped and came full time onto this in January 2019. So we've been we've been around for a bit. We've been coding for a longer bit, and you know, just using that innovation mindset to to go and drive this new industry. We're really excited about it.
1: Right on, Jeremy. Same question over to you, real quickly. If you could give us a sense of your background, maybe some of the major chapters of your journey up until the time you joined in Menu.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I moved to Dallas, Texas about 10 years ago now. After I put down playing college basketball at the University of Alaska, Anchorage, and transferred um, from there to a school called Warner Pacific University, where I was able to um, graduate and then move to Dallas to really focus and, uh, and work in pro sports. So I moved to Texas, not knowing a soul. I'm out here and work for the Dallas Stars and ticket sales, um, suite sales, as account executive. From there, I was fortunate enough to be vice president of partnerships to the Dallas member at team. And then from there, I was I went to Live Nation, and Cogedale Club Course. So my background is all... BD-focused, relationship-driven, and um, clothing deals.
1: Excellent. Well, with uh, the introductions and formalities out of the way, then uh, let's get into some of the topics we wanted to uh, catch up with you on today. First one I actually want to check in on is your synopsis of a recent industry event. And you're the first people I've been talking to since this event concluded. I'm speaking of the iGaming Next New York City event, which recently concluded a couple of weeks ago. Unfortunately, at the last minute, I had to bail on my plans to attend. So I had a lot of FOMO sort of following all of the action from the event, both through LinkedIn and Twitter. Um, but I really wanted to sort of check in with you as a starting point today. I know you were both there and you, you, you had a big role to play on a panel. Curious just what were some of the main takeaways or insights from the event uh, based on the interactions you were having there and I'm um, just sort of curious what your overall sentiment is. I guess walking away from that event, especially given that it's a very investor-focused event, and right now you know we're in a world that's very complex with sort of a complex macro environment. Just sort of curious, yeah, what are sort of the the main takeaways for each of you from this recent event?
0: Yeah, I can I can lead off with this one. So yeah, it was it was a blast. First of all, um, we were there last year, and this year we'll we'll be there again. Uh, I was fortunate enough to to be on two panels, which was a lot of fun, and you know the first one was really about innovation and the second one, the second one was the uh the hot six so i got to hear a lot of different viewpoints we talked about microbets, we talked about what innovations are coming forward in the industry and you know a lot of times i hear um i hear the same thing when people talk about innovations um they talk about latency and they talk about video and and my point the thing that i just kept uh, trying to emphasize was it's that in everything you know it's really how do we how do we innovate to to solve real problems? Like not just be fast enough. You know, the fact that we can do this, we can do this like pitch by pitch or play by play. Um, That yeah. certainly did take innovation. But, you know, I was trying to really emphasize out into the community that, hey, there's so much more we can do. We can innovate on uh, how to make the micro bet more profitable, how to make the bet more profitable, how to make the bet more fun, which was that's really what we're trying to drive home with everything we're doing. And we'll talk about the MBA in a little bit, but that's really super key. But also how do we innovate to make things like micro bets less risky and easier to do? And I think that was that was the in-venue theme for pretty much the entire conference. Um, and it was a lot of fun to talk about, a lot of fun to hear uh, your competitor up on stage with us and get to know them and really see that, man, this is a great Great time to be in this industry. It's a great time to be developing these solutions. So I was real energized from it. And I know, Jeremy, I wonder if you think it really felt like so much just investors because there was so much customer conversations as well. Like it really, for us, it felt like both.
2: Yeah, it was a really good mix. And gosh, you know, what I love about all these shows in the gaming industry, they just all had such a different feel to them. Some were just absolutely massive, and you have to make appointments to see anyone you'd want to see, but then they're still more personal and much smaller with much more of a focus on networking and panels. So I personally enjoy the smaller ones like Identity Next, where you can just run into just about anyone that is there. This conference was great timing in the sense of one, our opportunity with the NBA and how the announcement went out just a week before. A lot of people really wanted to hear about it, which again, I know we're gonna talk a little bit about here in a sec, but number two is, gosh, we're in so many deep conversations with a lot of these companies, not just investors, but my my pipeline, how quickly it's growing. It's just great to get um, in a small room with all the people we're talking to and just get some good face-to-face time and continue to build these relationships. And one of my personal key takeaways is, is for me and really us at venue is gosh, just seven, eight months ago, I was having a I was having to do a lot of introductions of who I am, of who Nvenue is, of what we do, what we offer to fast forward to now, these last couple of shows, is we're we're seen as one of the few in the I in the in-game micro betting companies that's really here to stay. It has a lot of, um, a lot to do with how hard our team is working with the people who are backing us, like Jeff Reese and Matthew Barry, and some of the, the companies that are trusting us, like Apple MLB Network and now NBA. So it's just, it's really exciting stuff happening right now. It's just always great to, to share that in person, face to face.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, real testament, I think, to the progress you and the team have made over the last year. To your point, Jeremy, and we'll come back to that in a minute. Um, before we move on, I just want to give a quick shout out to Pierre and the team at iGaming Next for throwing what, again, looked like an amazing event. Anecdotally, you know, I don't hear from most events sort of the the word of mouth and and sort of positive evangelism for an event as much as I do with the iGaming Next event. So I uh, just want to give a shout out to Pierre and the team for for pulling that off. And uh, both of your summaries of the event didn't make my FOMO feel any better, but uh, I'll do better to be there next year. <laughs> Jeremy just talked about some of the progress over the last year at InVenue. Again, just to catch folks up listening that might have caught the first episode last year and are trying to connect the dots between then and now, can you give us a bit of a sense of some of the major milestones you've accomplished over the last year and just kind of how life's changed for InVenue over the course of the last 12 months?
2: Yeah, I'll start off, and I'll let Kelly kind of go over some of the, the bigger things. But gosh, where does where does time go? I started my role um, just a little little bit after you guys did your podcast um, a year ago now. And for me, we've we officially started selling our our micro markets around again when I came on board. And, and since then, we we've signed a few contracts, a, um, a handful of LLIs with se- several platform providers that are actively or are actively selling operators to data providers media companies, leagues, and even a few teams, but really we're just heads down, focusing on adding more sports and more markets each and every day, building out our our roadmap. And as importantly, you know, we're, we're really focusing on building the sports, but really building tools to go with it for the, for the trading team to have full control of our markets that at the same time, I can use for a true betting demo to show these markets in real time. So, for me personally, in between signing contracts, building out a, a roadmap and creating these long lasting relationships with folks in the industry, gosh, we've just, we, we've been heads down, um, but it's been really good to see. Um, we're excited to share more about a, a couple of future partnerships here in the coming months. But again, Kelly, I'll, I'll ping it over to you to kind of give some big updates on since, since you guys last did the podcast.
0: Yeah, you know, Jesse, when when we last talked, we had, we had just raised our, our seed round, So, you know, the check was in the bank. It was, it was, we're starting to hire and we're starting to execute like on the very first level of plans. And, you know, if you've ever, if anybody listening has ever stood up a tech company, you know, like in the beginning, there's tech debt and then you get more people and you have more ideas and formulating that, you know, from, I don't know, like uh, from the first handful of people to, you know, we're just a hair over 20 with contractors right now. That's huge. Like I, that, uh, that inflection point is, tremendous like you're solving tech debt you're creating processes you're you're on agile I mean so I, I can't as a technologist I have to really emphasize the amount of growth has been tremendous and yeah you know kudos to an amazing tech team that we have and a CTO that is hands down the best in the business so I'm really proud of that you know we also we we grew our sports offering you know when we met we we were pretty solid and pretty confident around MLB and you know we started MLB because, gosh, Kelly just likes baseball, and it was the, a great place to start. And that's where we did all of our POCs. But you know, since then, we not only expanded MLB to a lot more types of prediction targets, which then generate a lot more micro markets. We we expanded to uh, to NFL and and did a number of cadences. By the way, micro markets. What we've learned and listened and heard. All of our uh, clients and people we're talking to—they don't necessarily just want that every single pitch or every single down. They want—they want a breath. And we expanded our offering to include breath across those sports. Now we're we're heads down on NBA and this amazing platform. We've got handled over 500 million predictions last year in real time, including uh, you know we were put to the test by Apple TV every Friday night. You could see our engines putting out time and time again, these, these probabilities proving to the world that we have the chops to hold up with the timing, hold up with uh, solid numbers and do the work. So, and it's so much gross that it's uh, amazing to, to really consider what we've done since last year. And I'm really, really proud of our team for that. We also, you know, because we you know we worked with uh, Apple TV and we worked with MLB network and we started to to gain a little bit of reputation about how we listen and work with partners and and that's showing itself with like the NBA launchpad which is something that was just announced uh, last month actually time is flying already but you know we're we're doing great things we see leagues as a huge go forward path for us and that's what this past year is what got us to this point. So really exciting year.
1: Awesome. Well, that segues nicely into the NBA Launchpad program. You both alluded to it, and I really want to do a bit of a deep dive uh, in our catch-up here today on the Launchpad program. And just for context for folks listening, a few weeks ago, as Kelly just mentioned, the NBA announced it selected seven companies for its second installment of the NBA Launchpad program, which is the league's initiative to you know source and evaluate and pilot emerging technologies that are aligned with the NBA's objectives. And Venue was one of seven companies, as I mentioned, selected for this installment of the program. And if I'm not mistaken, the only company that's actually specifically focused on the betting vertical within the wider sports ecosystem. So I guess just to start off here with this conversation, be interested just to sort of hear the backstory of sort of how it all came about and just what was the internal sort of conversation and process like to make the decision to to pursue this and just kind of, yeah, Kelly, if you can sort of run us through the, the early part of it and obviously culminating with the announcement a couple of weeks ago, what was that in-between period like for you and the team?
0: yeah just like um, just like startups are never formed overnight, uh, this relationship was also not formed overnight. So I think honestly, I think we, uh, we were introduced to the MBA uh, well over a year ago at uh, SBC of all the places. Um, Matthew Berry said, "Hey, I'd like you to meet my uh, my friends Scott Kaufman Rost." who has this area up for the MBA. We we sat there and had a cup of coffee and just talked about what are microbets and are why are they exciting for the MBA? What do you think? And it really started from that point. And I think the value of Invenue and in general is that we listen. And so we we had a few meetings over the the course of the next year. We applied formally to the program, but but really and truly, but with we- we did was we listened. We said, what is important to you guys? Like, should we force feed microbeds and what we think is right down your throat and you take them or leave them? Or can we work together and do something like a bet curation engine, take our tech, which is really ripe for that and do something that can be different and innovative and fun and a better direction for some of this. And we did the work. Jeremy uh, and CY, our chief of marketing, just stayed on top of it. We developed, we listened. And, you know, after, after a, you know, it felt like a long time, hey, let's do this together. And that's where we're at today. And we're really excited about July and demoing our work there. So it's uh, super, super exciting.
2: I think one of the, the, the things we, the main things we, um, we really had to understand here with the program is while we were going through this process, which was, both stressful and exciting to say the least. We had to do a couple Shark Tank style pitches that we had to get all buttoned up for. So it was an experience. I mean, we grew just from that alone, but man, the NBA put on a really good show for us and uh, we were, we we're excited to have been selected and to be able to share it and tease the announcement. So all of that was have stepped up, but you know, one of the main things we had to understand with the program is, is this more of the, an accelerator or an incubator? And the answer is that this is a true incubator, that an incubator are more often focused on the innovation. And that's exactly what we're planning to do with them is be innovative. Our goal is to be able to generate a micro engine that Kelly was just talking about that is that's built for the NBA fan. And there, there are a couple big steps coming up, like getting integrated into one of their existing platforms to test and to calibrate our creation engine. And and lastly, I think, gosh, what we're most excited about is, but also maybe a little bit nervous, is we to present at the NBA Summer League in front of the leadership team of the NBA, in front of a lot of the team owners, um, and to show off basically what we built together um, and what we plan to continue to do moving forward. So we're, we're really excited about that
1: coming down. Awesome. Do you guys do you have any expectations at this stage as to sort of what happens next after Demo Day in July, or, or just sort of focused as you say heads down right now on getting to that point and not worrying about what comes thereafter?
0: But we are totally focused on what comes after because what we're doing is we're making a suite of microbets to take to market, and that's everything. Like this is not just going into a vat and a study. This is out of this. We will have really powerful and differentiated microbets that have the capability to have. Proof points of how to draw more handle, draw more excitement, draw more attention. It's it's all about getting this to market.
1: And then I guess as you think about just this overall opportunity that you're pursuing with the NBA Launchpad program, given the I guess expectations at this stage as to how it will ultimately benefit Invenio, I mean, some pretty obvious stuff. But just sort of how are you thinking about just the overall benefits to you and the team by virtue of going through the program and some of the possibilities that might exist after it concludes.
2: Yeah, I mean, first huh, put an amazing opportunity just to align directly with the league itself, right? Like, I don't think too many people get this opportunity. Gosh, the, the leagues are the ones who know their fans best. They're, they want their fans to have this true, authentic experience and not just how they watch the game or play the game or what gear they wear, but they want their fans to have this true betting experience. That's that makes sense in the moment of the game, That that keep you engaged right from the tip-off, to the end of the fourth quarter, or going into overtime. So we expect this amazing opportunity to benefit us in multiple ways. And we're already, we're already uh, seeing that. So overall, that is that is going to be our biggest win is operator option with these micro markets that we're creating directly with the, with the league.
1: Well, you know, obviously a huge opportunity, as you both discussed, for, for the team at venue and congratulations once again on being selected. And I guess being the the sole company flying the flag on behalf of the wider betting industry within the program, we're all really rooting for you and excited to see what comes out of it uh, after Demo Day in July. But We'll leave that there for now. One other thing I wanted to catch up with you on briefly before we move along for today is AI. And Kelly, obviously, you and your background in particular, you've been working within tech and AI for quite some time. But obviously, since we last spoke, AI is getting a lot more mainstream attention right now. Obviously, the proliferation of things like open AI and, you know, all of the crazy use cases coming from Chat GPT and all of the speculation around the massive disruption that this all represents. Just curious, sort of, how you are viewing all of this unfolding and the wider sort of attention landscape and for the work you're doing at, at in venue. Is this changing anything you're doing? Is this just noise to you? I'm just sort of curious how you're reconciling all this new attention on that space, given that this is very core to your business.
0: Oh, I think noise is a, a great, great way to, to describe it because we've been doing this all along. So I actually really, really enjoy it. I enjoy the attention on it. Um, but at the same time, it's like, hey, this is just what we do. Like we we have always looked for ways to take the data and listen to the data and turn things into essentially a betting companion, which is AI. AI helps decide and listen to what's fun and uh, generate the right bets out there and listen to how they're being used and advance plays. And that's, it's just second nature to us. You know, I remember when I was uh, at HP and we were working on the first instances of uh, the Internet of Things, IoT, and And we started, that started to get really buzzworthy for a while. And everybody was coming out with the most crazy and silly IOT things just so they could say IOT. And I think, I think we're in that, but we might've seen that a little bit with uh, machine learning as recently as well. You know, every platform and startup that pitch deck that I ever saw you know, said ML, no matter, no matter what they were doing, it was just kind of buzzworthy. So I I enjoy it. I think it's fun, but I I always encourage people to like ask questions and really get down to what is ML, what is AI? And but really most importantly is how does it benefit what we're trying to do? Because if you can't answer that, then and there's not a clear answer for that. It's just, it's just noise. But if you can answer it, if you can say, I can use AI to do XYZ and, you know, uh, my co-founder, uh, Troop Williams, he coined it really well last September. I think we were at AGR and uh, we were talking about the value of venue and AI and and what should be the next innovation. And Drew said something really clever. He said, I want to bet as fast as I can think. And with the chat GPT, it's like I can see how to get there now. Like with our our stack and our machine, I could see a world where we say, hey, I, I'd like to bet on this. Uh, Extra point by Brett Maher, and and bam, there it is to you. And like that's how where we should be going. Like how do we how do we use AI to really make this experience great, to make it profitable, to make it intriguing, and to to hit some metrics. Just saying, I have AI, meh. But we're, it's so pivotal for us, and and it's a blast. And, and I love being on on this side of the page on it. It's 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 pretty cool.
1: Awesome. And then Jeremy, from your perspective, I guess, just out there sort of talking to prospects and, and clients alike, right? I mean, does this, this all of this new attention on AI, changing the conversations that you're having with these folks, just sort of, how's that influence, I guess, just the conversations you're having out there uh, with, with people like that?
2: Yeah, just to add a little bit what Kelly said, you know, again, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be the one speaking to a lot of these companies and speak mostly to the the trading teams and the product teams. And this is exactly what they want to see innovation they're eager to see more markets that are out there now they're eager to see more uh created and, and personalized betting experience and this is something that excites them um they need to see it first of all they want to taste it they want to smell it they want to play with it and then they want to um, see it's how it, it, how it's going to execute it and i might be a bit biased but i'm most confident our team is is going to be able to provide and um, what we're doing right now, and we're going to be the future of sports betting.
1: Right on. So beyond the NBA Launchpad program, which will consume most of your team's focus, I would assume, for the next several months, if we look ahead to the next 12 months, what are some of the other major milestones you're focused on? And I guess maybe if we connect again next March and do another catch-up episode, you know, what does a successful uh, 2023 look like for InVenue?
0: Yeah, this this uh, year, 2023 for Invenue is is about building trust into our micro-markets, It's to gain operator adoption. We have season two of Apple TV coming. You'll see more of our work there. And we cannot wait to announce more partnerships because we think we've got something special here and there's some really exciting things coming up that quite honestly, I need to split my team across a lot of things. And we're really excited to share that with you next time.
1: Awesome. And for people listening that want to check out the product and or get in touch with your team, can you just quickly plug where they can go and do all of that?
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, you can contact us through LinkedIn and venue.com. We have a place where you can get hold of partnerships. So both of those are, are really easy. You can find us at uh, all of the shows for sure, but um, we're pretty fast at responding and really excited to share what we have got. We're, we, we used to be a scrappy group uh, this time last year. And now we're, we're, growing into a reasonably uh, mature group starting to deliver. So we're we're excited to share that with anybody who wants
1: to see. Awesome. Well, look, I really appreciate you coming back and, and catching us up on everything you've been up to over the last year. Uh, you've, you've certainly you know, packed a lot into the last 12 months and really excited to see what the next 12 months look like for the Invenue team. So wishing you and the team all the best for the year ahead, Kelly. Yeah,
0: thank you so much for having us. So fun. So fun to talk about this.